Burn It Down is a production of Simulacra Studios. If you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and connect with us on our Twitter at simulacrarpgs. But now the sun is setting, and so our story is ready to begin again. Hello, viewers! Welcome to Vampire the Masquerade, Burn It Down. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're going to have special guest Matthew Webb of Jackalope Live Action Studios uh, on the show later tonight, a dramatically appropriate moment that will uh, sync up with our, um, uh, our break, uh, allowing me to do technical wizardry. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and just get right into it. Let me first of all uh, introduce our players. Uh, we've got uh, James Davey portraying Malkavian Alex Mars. Uh, we have Mo Ferrer uh, playing Toreador Willow Walsh. And Ma Dylan Coffey playing Madison Faircloth of the Venture Clan. Uh, unfortunately, uh, McKenna is in Taiwan, so we're not going to risk that. Uh, <laughs> uh, video connection, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, she had a solo session that was recorded. I'm trying to work out some technical difficulties that may or may not prevent us from actually releasing that video, uh, so fingers crossed that I'll be able to take care of that, uh, but when she comes back, I'm sure she'll have some lovely in-play explanations of what's happened to her, uh, but with that, we're going to go ahead and get started, uh, so the three of you, uh, plus Cadence, uh, have had your encounter uh, at Agnes Scott College uh, with Professor Vivian Hernandez. Uh, I believe we left off on the note that uh, Madison was musing that it might be useful to have a name or a, or a calling uh, that, uh, that you might be called by kindred society. Um, over the next few nights, Cadence makes her preparations to do what she needs to do. Uh, you guys have some, some time to attend to your affairs. Uh, and then she makes her way off into the woods with mysterious company. Uh, and that night, you guys have found time to reconvene in the group haven. So we will bring you back into that haven and... To whatever conversation you guys want to start having. Do you guys want to brainstorm the the name? Um, I got nothing. I, I I don't have anything off the top of my head, and I would almost rather wait until yeah. McKenna's back. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um. I mean, let's figure out what we're gonna do. I think that's probably. So you have been uh, in talks or communications uh, with the E Street Boys, which is the gang to your west, uh, sorry, to your east, uh, and there's been some back and forth regarding that, both through uh, Cadence and Madison has been doing some work, and you actually think that pretty soon you're going to have a sit down with kind of the first amongst equals uh, mm -hmm. that they're having. Uh, that's probably going to happen. A little later, uh, but that's in the works. Uh, so, if there's any other things you guys want to pursue or take care of, um, 
I Willow will probably have a lot of those. You know those real estate magazines mm-hmm. where it just shows like a lot of different places that are definitely for sale around uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll just have once more. I'm on a map. Probably the <laughs> same one me and Alex drew on. Sure. A while back, and now I'm circling more properties of houses that I might want to live in that aren't in Cabbage Town. Okay. <laughs> Cabbage Town isn't lovely. Uh, well, housing market is pretty okay in Atlanta. Uh, you can find some properties for, for expansion. Yeah. Cabbage Town, Reynolds Town, Edgewood. Um, and definitely uh, something I want to ask you, Scott. Mm-hmm. What part of town does Vincent live in? Vincent? Yes. My, uh, the Old Flame. Oh, the Old Flame. Uh, Vincent... Uh, it should be fairly easy to track him down. Uh, he uh, he lives actually in the north of the city, up okay. in Vinings, uh, which is uh, a pretty bougie network, a bougie neighborhood. Uh, it's it's sort of on the edge of city and suburb, uh, and it is very high scale in terms yeah. of where, where it's uh, at. And so he's he's got himself a nice uh, condominium. Uh, near, uh, near, uh, near, close to the stadium, uh, but the stadium itself is in Smyrna, which is not a part of the Atlanta domain. Uh, oh. But nearby, it's a it's a pretty swanky up and coming area. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm definitely like discussing with them houses. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about mm-hmm. like this one has three bathrooms. I don't need any bathrooms, but, I mean... Well, with three bathrooms, you can make sure you never use the same one more than once. Definitely going to need bathrooms, because you're going to have uh, soirees, I assume. Oh, soiree. Uh, Oh, I I assumed it was for the blood. uh, Wow, you took that to a place, didn't you? (laughs) I mean... Maybe Alex can throw parties in this one. I mean, this is a nice neighborhood. Oh wait, this is for us. I mean, if I buy it, I I won't. I don't mind if you stay. Well, I prefer to sleep in bathrooms, so at least one. All right. Well, let me tell you about this one. It's all marble, and it has a shower that has two separate doors, and you can walk in. They connect. Any windows? None. Yeah, love it. Yeah, and then I just like circle or I like tear out pages of the uh, of the book, and I just like just I'm getting a little stack. Mm-hmm. So while you guys are are going over real estate options and and uh, discussing uh, floor to ceiling uh, uh, wall <laughs> hangings and the like, uh, there is. Uh, at the front door of your haven, kind of a furtive, like, knocking on the door. Like, it's open, because you guys kind of do business here, but someone is, is knocking, and when you look out, you recognize uh, Cleveland, uh, the, the gang girl who was a rat uh, that you guys unstaked. He's and a he rat, alright. Was, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, But anyway, he's, uh, he's just kind of, like, hanging out outside, just sort of waving at you guys, like, clearly not wanting to just barge into your place. Well, good on him. He's a, he's a good guy. I've always liked Cleveland. 
Have you met Cleveland more than the one time that we all met Cleveland? No, uh, but but there was a certain bravery to to being a rat and being open about it, I suppose. I am going to take that as an endorsement on his character and let him in. Oh, no, he's awful, but you should let him in anyway. Okay. And I, and I like, drop my shredded magazines and uh, let him in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he is like... Hey guys, how's it going? You, do you guys mind? I mean, I don't, I, you know, there, there was a whole thing, uh, but I have, I have something I need to talk to you guys about. Just come in. Oh yeah, cool. He walks in. Um, I, I erased my chair before he came. That's a great idea because he, it looked like he was going for it. Um, he, uh, he, he looks around, kind of circles a beanbag a few times, uh, and then uh, plops himself down. He says, uh, "So how have you guys been, man?" Uh busy. All right, I suppose. Staying alive. I mean, that's... Uh, uh, uh. I, I understood that reference. Um, but yeah, so uh, I actually have a, you know, kind of a, a little bit of a business to talk to you guys about, just to some sort of letting you guys know uh, what's going on. Uh, there was a council meeting a couple nights ago. Uh, you know, the, the, the Baron's counselors, you know, everyone, everyone sends a representative, blah, 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 blah. And he listens to them sometimes. Um, but anyway, basically one of the, one of the items on the agenda was talking about you guys. Uh, you know, you guys had uh, gone through your season and nobody really raised any major objections. A couple of people actually had some pretty cool things to say about you guys. So it looks like you guys are all copacetic. Uh, in terms of the domain, uh, Baron wants you to get a representative that you guys feel comfortable attending the council meetings. And I elect me. I point as he's saying that. I point at Madison. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, cool, cool. Choice to be honest. All right, fine, man. Sure if that's how y'all want to do it. Um, but yeah, so you'll you'll be getting a, a message. Uh, when the next council meeting set up, we don't all, we don't like hold them every Tuesday, every other Tuesday on you know alternate Three, third, months. Third Tuesday. No, we we hold them at different times because you know the second inquisition uh, uh, might find us and kill us all, uh, so we keep it irregular. Right, right on. Good idea. So anyway, you'll be getting a message about that. So yeah, good news. Welcome to the welcome to the domain, guys. Thank you very much. So what was the business? I mean that. Oh, good. Like domain business? I mean, y'all want to buy some Molly? Sure, yeah. All right, he pulls out, like, he pulls something out of his thing, and, and uh, the two of you have a little business transaction. Cool, I buy whatever he's got. Like, oh, shit, man. All right. Uh, uh, mm, okay. Yeah, like, all right, well, pleasure doing business with you, man. I mean, this is, uh... Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, like you might want to have it tested before you give it to anybody. Uh, why? Well, I mean, because I didn't when I stole it from the guy, so I don't really know. Oh, right, right on. Uh, how do you know it's Molly? He's like, he like, he like points to one of them. It's got the little stamp. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at at uh, Willow. My eyebrows gonna raise, and I'm gonna say. You take, you pay your your monies, and you take your chances. Uh, okay. Not a member of the drug subculture, are you? 
no, I haven't done anything since like '95. Oh, love, they've been working on that. Uh, well, you know, great advances in the street pharmaceutical industry. We should later. We maybe should talk about. I, oh man, I. No, the thing is, I did coke, and I responded real poorly to it. Are you a cop? You have to tell me if you're a cop. You know that. I'm not a cop. You don't actually have to tell me that, but I, thank you for telling me. No, I. I'm, yeah, I guess we can try drugs later. It depends on if I have anything to do. That's. That sounds like the most beautiful friendship ever. Yes, I guess we can try drugs later. I don't know. Can you, like... Like, I'd probably really work well on, like, Ambien or something like that. I can make that happen for you, yes. All right. Evelyn, do you need anything else? Oh, he's like, oh, no, this is is fun. I like this. Fair enough. I mean, is that that my cue to leave? Yeah. Oh, all Um, right. You can really go whenever. Bye now. All right, I'm getting some mixed messages here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna skedaddle. Uh, see ya. And he kind of extracts himself from the bean bag, which is always more difficult than you think it's gonna be. Uh, and then he kind of rolls over and gets up and heads out your haven door. Back on. So, uh, joking aside, um, what's the next step here? don't know what Madison's doing, but I know I'm kind of constructing a better idea of the city. Yeah. Making surveillance. Um, I'm very interested in making sure I have an eyeball everywhere before I do anything. You know? It's a good goal. I agree. Knowledge is power or something. Something like that. We're not going to be able to move forward with the East Street Boys for a bit longer. I still need to soften them up. Uh, my plans right now are more or less to uh, avoid the prying eyes of a certain couple of brothers who've been more, uh, bizarrely, more interested in my dealings of late. Uh, and to, to assist you, fellas, in whatever it is that you need to do. The only outstanding project that I have is our, uh, shall we say, menagerie of younger kindred, the ones that we've taken in from down south. Have you been, like, talking to them? What are they like? Uh, Clueless, first of all. I've been doing what I can to fix that. Uh, How bad? Hmm? Like, how bad Clueless? Very very bad. Some of them don't even fully really understand who or what they are. True. They're taught nothing. I've been educating them as best I can while making it, shall we say, palatable. Uh, But that really only goes so far. I'd love to. I've been worried about them. I mean, they're all doing well enough. The area is secure. Cadence's patrols have been thorough. 
Uh, they've been doing well enough, but it's not easy to be told. Oh, by the way, also, you're sort of a vampire. Sort right. of. Well, uh, the, I have no other, um, shall we say, outstanding issues. Uh, so uh, you've learned from Cadence and from your own uh, uh, discussions with these uh, kindred. Uh, there's, like I said, there's about a dozen of them in your domain proper. Uh, and you guys have encouraged them to sort of find form groups as best they can, safety in numbers, all that. Uh, there's a group of about five of them uh, that are uh, kind of their own criminal element. You know, they're kind of, they're not big time rollers or anything. You know, they're, they're muggers, they're, um, you know, some, uh, some GTA uh, you know they're they're pretty low level guys, but they've managed to to band together uh, to watch each other's back. Uh, there's another smaller group uh, of about four uh, that is they are um, college students uh, that you know from from colleges uh, south of twenty, so not the best schools. Uh, more like community colleges and and whatnot, and they've they are like super curious. Uh, like they they really want to know what's up with the whole vampire thing. So they've been just kind of like amateur occultists and academics, uh, really trying to to figure out what the fuck is going on uh, with what and who they are. So they've been like peppering you guys with questions, most of which you don't have like satisfactory answers up to because there's no real heavy occult monkey amongst you. Um, and then the third group, uh, is three, um, really just sort of mixed matched. Like they don't really have much in common with one another. Uh, so they don't really have a collective identity. Uh, they're just kind of, they're living in an apartment somewhere and, you know, trying not to get themselves killed. Uh, but they're really kind of an odd couple of, of mismatched personalities that are really just there for uh, mutual safety. So those are the three that you guys, groups in your domain, that you guys have helped find a place and, and you know, kind of gone over, you know, how you should go about hunting and, and all that good stuff. So those are, those are the guys around. So if you guys want to get in contact with one of those and uh, and dig a little bit dig deeper into them, and that'd be that'd be perfectly available to you. Yeah, it sounds good to get to know our resources, you know. Agreed. So that's kind of my thought. They have very much potential to give back to this little project of ours, but it's on us to empower them to do so. So, like, under what pretense are we going to, like, invite them over? I mean, frankly, we've been in contact with them on the the tents that we're helping them, that we're in charge around here, and we're... Doing we've things. exerted a sort of healthy authority, shall we say. Um, and I see no reason why we cannot simply come calling on that basis. We want to see what's going on, see how you guys are doing, etc., etc. All right, I'm eager to meet them. Well, let's... If I may, uh, Madison, of course, I uh, I tend to uh, 
genuflect to you in matters of of uh, of this kind, but do we really want to sort of come out of the gate with them by expressing some kind of authority, or is it more? Uh, I, I don't know that that's the way we want to sort of introduce them to really who we are. Well, I've already had some interactions with them. We arranged for them to stay here. You have been working with them as well. I think I mean, we, want them, we want them to end up as part of the movement, if possible, right? Well, yes, of course. That's That goes without saying. Are you familiar with the concept of natural nobility? No, not as such. Uh, it's fairly self-explanatory, but fundamentally it is the uh, inclination of people to naturally acknowledge those who have the appropriate skill sets to hold positions of leadership in their own community, in their own social spheres. And that sounds Four fine. of us will be that, are that already to these poor souls. But I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that uh, some of what you said just uh, hit me in a uh, some of what you said sort of hit me in a way immediately that made me uh, a little nervous. I guess uh, I don't want to in any way come off to these these folks as as though we're better than them, although uh, I, I don't want of to just. Not. You know what I'm saying here. I want to sort yes. of show them that the uh, that the movement is the way to go. I agree, but fundamentally, this is our domain. You're right, you're right. Uh, and it is important to establish that sort of thing early and firmly and clearly. I obviously don't think that that makes us better than them, but it does mean that we are in charge of them. We are responsible for them, and they are, in a sense, therefore responsible to us along the terms of that relationship. Well, then, then I guess I guess what I'm saying is uh, allow me, if you don't mind, to soften the blow of we're in charge of you. Uh, it, granted, there are some of them that are very sure to be interested in somebody being in charge of this madness to which they've been exposed. Um, but there's a lot of them that I think, what I'm saying is let me soften the blow. And uh, these guys were all mortal like a week ago, right? So let me throw a concert for them. Let them know it's an exclusive concert with me. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how it goes. I'll set up my tables. And we'll make it quite clear that the pathway to which one retains one's connection to the mortal world is through the movement. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I wish I had thought to say it that way, but you're very smart. And I'm... I'm just I'm, I'm, a concert. I'm, I would really like to play some of the new material. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. Do you have any issue with that, Willow? Uh, no. Not really. Well, then, I will um, arrange for catering. Catering. Oh, are... Do they feed like we do? Is it... That's a good uh, question. I suppose that they must. Don't have any inclination that they don't. But that's one of those things we can kind of touch on. Learn sort of how to... Uh, the, the care and feeding of our, our new thin-blood friends. I, I think it's fascinating. I can't wait to learn more about them. This is all delightfully patronizing. I'm loving it. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I'm, a I'm, I'm aware. I'm talking about them like they're animals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So you, uh, Alex, you start getting a, getting a, a list together, uh, working on some lights. So, uh, is, am I to understand that you're get, inviting all of them over? 
Yeah, why not? Okay, cool. I mean, you have the you have the space to accommodate that, uh, and you pitch it as you know we're throwing a little little private concert, private party. Uh, and if we've got any uh, if we've got any hip hop uh, uh, members of the anarch community, like creators i'm sure that we probably do i'll invite them too i'm not going to invite killer mike because i don't know what he is in your world so i'm going to leave that alone i mean he's the truth catcher of the stuff <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh so i'm just gonna yeah i'm gonna make sure that there's something there for for I- i'm gonna tell you that alex does not fully understand what thin bloods are so in his mind they're all millennials it it, it blows his mind that there might be a 75 year old vietnam vet among them mm-hmm. so he's gonna set a set list for for that gotcha for his generation and it may not go over as well as he thinks uh i mean you guys are aware that uh like you you know that there is a coterie of anarchs uh that you guys have had minimal contact with called the red trap uh that's like loosely affiliated with ti uh so if you guys if you want to get someone from over there uh letting them know that there's like a gig you could probably make that happen i will put forth i don't think we should host this at here i don't think we should host it at here and also i don't want uh members of other gangs to be a part of it since we're sort of so i don't want the red trap to be a part of it because this is sort of us like okay do you guys want to Airbnb a mansion to party in? That's I know just, like, out of character, I know just the exact one. I send you guys a link to the Airbnb I stayed in a week ago, and it's amazing! Let's go to exactly <laughs> what, that one. Question, what area of town is it in, James? Oh, shit. Actually, that's a really great point. Uh, what area of town is available? Because it's not in that one. Because it's <laughs> definitely in downtown Decatur. Uh, Decatur is actually available. Uh, oh, that's, let's that, that's, do that. That's not necess- That's not cam territory. Uh, so you might you. They're probably someone who holds holds interest in that area. But if you've got a place in downtown Decatur, you can make it happen, and you can probably check and like you can send messages to the people who are in the periphery, and no one has a problem with you guys running an event for the night. Okay, let's do it. I think we should invite some other Anarchs, but not have them uh, on stage with you. I, I definitely think that it's worth a while to let... Uh, I'm hearing myself with somebody. Yeah, it's, it's through Dylan, it's I think. Okay. I definitely think that it's worth our while to bring other Anarchs in, just so that we're not sort of showing these guys this is... We are the, the uh, Alpha and Omega of the Anarch movement, but I, I don't necessarily want them to contribute to the playlist because that's what i was getting at as well i'm not a ventru but i hope that you understand that there are certain ways in which i approximate noblesse oblige with the way that i play my music you're an artist you I'm don't have any sense all right perfect <laughs> okay yeah uh so i mean you guys have made some contact with some anarch gangs uh is anyone specific that you guys want to be bringing over here i mean definitely the e street boys because we want to keep kind of flexing our our resources and okay. they'll appreciate just a good old fucking mm-hmm. banger yeah uh, you know red trap because they have a, a an interest um whatever the name of the coterie basically any coterie we've had a an explicit interaction with i'm at mm-hmm. least going to give them a courtesy hey we're doing this thing like come chill if you want to chill it's not a big deal but hey we're, we're doing it you're welcome to come 
No, we're gonna do that thing that anarchs do, where like it's not a big deal, but also don't fuck this up for us. <laughs> well, that's just existence. Cool. All right, so yeah, you guys are able to set that up. It probably it doesn't happen that night, uh, but it takes a little bit of time to set up. But within a couple of nights, you guys have a mansion rented out. Uh, Alex has a playlist and and uh, and whatnot. Uh, so you mentioned catering. How is that happening? That's um, very important to know how that's happening. It's probably just going to work through kind of like word of mouth and like advertising mm-hmm. uh, within the appropriate communities. So like club going young people, basically. Okay. Hey, there's this house party and, you know, come get fucked up. And it's got like this spooky fucking horror theme. Okay. Um, and I mean, the that... idea is that there'll be kind of like a lawn party and then there'll be the inside vip space okay so that um, there are people present for people to interact with some of which are varying levels of consenting versus attractive to different styles of feeding do you leverage alex's fame to uh to, to make this happen at all that's up to alex yeah absolutely okay so you you let it be known in the right uh right communities that there's basically kind of an exclusive house party thing that you're you're spinning for that is actually more than enough to get a healthy smattering of you know pretty up and pretty well-placed scene kids like kind of the 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 people who are in the know um uh interested and willing to come and just you know bro down um (laughs) So yeah, so you guys have a couple representatives from the, the coteries that you guys are in contact with. A couple other anarchs uh, of uh, various areas and of the city show up as well, uh, just sort of be seen. Uh, Cleveland's there, uh, whether you invited him or not. Yeah, uh, no, totally invited Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's my dude. Cool. Uh, and uh, your, you know, dozen thin bloods absolutely show up. Uh, and they are very much, uh, you know, they're, you know, this this is, you know, that 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 typical scene where, you know, you've got the young, impressionable people really seeing kindred society for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you, you guys are able to make that as, you know, impressive or mysterious as you want it to, given that these guys know jack shit. Uh, I don't know what they're going to try to do. I'm going to try to make it as unimpressive and unmysterious as possible. Okay. I mean, that is definitely possible. So you're just making this... Accessible. <laughs> Accessible, gotcha. Um, I'm reminded of the Portlandia uh, sketch about the shitty punk rock barbecue. <laughs> uh, which is a standard option. Uh, but yeah, you guys can make this like really down to earth and really you know not not a thing like some of the mortals seem to be a little like we came here for this um well the outside can still be fucking rough yeah it's still gonna be baller it's just not gonna be look at it's not gonna be smiling jack in the first chapter of bloodlines (laughs) gotcha okay fair enough cool (laughs) 
I, I know exactly what you're talking about, what it's not. Um, okay, yeah, so you guys have a pretty kick-ass party going. Uh, you know, lots of pretty influential, uh, well-to-do scene kids, uh, and, you know, a lot of more more rough-and-tumble uh, guys as well. Uh, and, you know, your, your, uh, your thin bloods uh, are generally sticking to their group. Uh, for the most part, you know, they're, they're sort of mingling and whatnot. You know, you definitely get the impression, especially since, you know, this is probably the most kindred that they've ever encountered. Uh, most of them are intimidated as fuck. So there's not a lot of like mingling and meeting. So if you guys want to like, if you guys want to talk to them on their own, they're, they're, they're primed for that sort of thing. Cool. I'm definitely helping kind of lubricate the social interactions there and, mm-hmm. and point out members of these other, you know, anarch groups that mm-hmm. I know are a little more hospitable. I mean, like, for example, fucking Cleveland is a weirdo, but he's pretty like likable. Like, he's pretty easy yeah. to interact with. Yes. Right? Yeah. I and mean, he's, he's talking to them and, and, you know, most of the, I mean, anarchs, it's a weird thing with anarchs because, None of them, for, like, cred reasons, would be seen, like, talking down to these guys or giving them shit, because that's just not what you do. But at the same time, they are thin bloods. And there's there's kind of some distance that, that naturally occurs to them. And you're able I'm to lubricate... forcing people to, to confront that, by the way. Like, that's <laughs> part of, of Madison's internal scheme, is, <laughs> like, putting people in these situations where they basically have to reveal that they're shitheads or <laughs> it can be sussed out that they're not actually shitty about this particular topic. Mm-hmm. Put them on the spot. Exactly. It's a power play. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I get that. That, 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 that sort of thing happens pretty regularly. Like, there's some people, most people are either legit about being welcoming with these guys or they're hiding it pretty well, whatever their opinions may be. Um, you know, obviously the older they are, the more of a tendency to look down of them there are. A couple of people expose themselves to be shitheads. Um, and like, it's a kind of an even split between ones that are like super embarrassed about it and some that just do not give a shit about what you're trying to pull. (laughs) Then I'm going to register those mentally, like who, who's cool, who walks the walk and who only talks the talk, like who are the, the real diehard anarchs who actually believe in stuff and who are just here because it's, they can do whatever they want, unlike in the Camarilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting mix of reactions, I'll say. Uh, and you're definitely able to, to get the who's who in terms of that concerned. But yeah, I mean, there are, there definitely is a lot of Interesting interactions going on. Uh, like your your four nerds, uh, for lack of a better term, are the most um, uh, voracious about talking with people and meeting with people. It's very important that that Alex is going to be spinning any, mm-hmm. any of the anarchs who interact with him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be super fucking approachable like right. if any of the anarchs like come over and they're like man i've always wanted to kind of see what it is that you do he'll just bring them back there and show them sure like everything he's super fucking cool with them uh because unlike madison he doesn't give a shit about power plays mm-hmm. um but he's gonna specifically be looking out in the crowd for thin bloods that look really interested in what he's doing there are a couple um 
like there's a couple in the more the more rough crowd uh, that seem to be totally into you know your 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 sound and your um, one of the the odd couple uh, the group seems to be interested as well. All of the nerds are just like have their notebooks out and are like talking with people. And if they're listening to their music, that's great. But they just seem to be consumed with trying to get answers out of people. Mm-hmm. Um, Willow, are you doing anything in particular in this, in this scene? I, I imagine that I definitely, because she's very curious about the thin blood, like all of it. Mm-hmm. And she can get like one or two of them and go to another room in this place that maybe doesn't have strobing lights and dancing people. <laughs> like, drill them. Like, hey. Okay. incredibly personal and maybe a bad experience for you, but can you please tell me everything about how you came to be? Thanks. Oh, geez. Yeah. So you've, you've managed to pull aside... Uh, uh, another of the sort of the missed matched ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is a, um, he's a middle-aged guy. Uh, it seems like, you know, he was the, the manager of a radio shack. Uh, oh God, are there radio shacks? Am I, am I showing how old I am? Um, um those are still things. Okay, good. Yeah. So he's a manager of a beleaguered radio shack. Uh, and he is like he you've been able to get him you know by paying attention to him and like being a pretty girl uh yeah. and, but like after some initial like awkward conversation he seems to like welcome the chance to kind of talk it out mm-hmm. because he doesn't know what the fuck any of this stuff means uh and like he's like you know got fucking uh you know bunch of assholes came into my store yeah. and uh you know started you know breaking up the place and you know I, I i shot one of them um and he didn't fall down and then you know they were on me yeah and, and then i woke up like like this so you woke up later that night or like... yeah yeah. Were you exposed to the sun at all? Like, uh no. No. That? I mean I can I can like Can you can you go can you go out in the sun? Yeah. It's not great. Like I feel really weak and but I I was a little afraid about that because, you know, I I can put two and two together. I've read Anne Rice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I can, I can go out in the day. It sucks. But you can. Yeah. Can, can you not? No. Shit. Not at all. We don't even, we can't even function when the sun is in the sky. Huh. Yeah. Uh, right around the time she's like dropping this fucking bomb on this dude, <laughs> I'm gonna play uh, one of my songs that is uh, the the um, uh, the eulogy for sunlight. Oh, okay, I dig it. Yeah, 
That's uh, is there a lyrical component of that, or is that all an instrumental gig? I, there's I'm sampling some old movie where some uh, 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 you know. 1925 actress is talking about oh no the sunlight it hurts me <laughs> i dig it i dig it um so uh it's about that time that uh one of the the red trap uh kindred uh comes up to you madison uh and kind of pulls you aside and says this is a tatiana uh, the one that kind of you, you had your little little encounter with uh, over in uh, Collier Woods. And she says, so these kids are starting to really get on some nerves with these questions that they're asking. Oh, I see. Like they're getting into, they're trying to like find out about clans and like where we came from and, you know, it's cool that they have questions, but you do understand that this isn't like they're they can be they're stepping on some toes. Wait, wait, regarding... the thin bloods are asking about clans. Yeah, I um... teaching them that terminology. I don't know where they heard it. I thought I I assumed it might have been you. <laughs> it I'm wasn't a us. Confused as to why those individuals don't just tell them to stop. They do, some of them, but I'm telling you that they are, they're taking this as an opportunity, and they're not necessarily taking no in when it's subtly or unsubtly offered. I see. So whenever well, imp- they're badgering people who've asked them to stop, that's a problem that I can see why I would be concerned about given that they're residents of our domain. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you want to direct those people who are uh, thusly offended to speak with me, I'll make sure that it is uh, not a problem. He said, I can do that, but it would be better if they just stopped. Not mutually exclusive. My people can handle their shit. I'm bringing this to your attention so that you can deal with it on your end. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got ways to deal with it. Cool. Well, if Alex, I talk do to you me. mind? Sorry. No, I was saying, Alex, do you mind speaking with them? Oh, no, totally. I'll speak with them. Yeah, absolutely. Just let them know that uh, they should take no for an answer because that's how consent works. Okay. So you go and find these guys? Yeah, totally. All right, yeah. So they are um, kind of... Uh, they're in sort of a setting area uh, talking to uh, these two kindred uh, and, like, they're just sort of surrounding them. Uh, like, like two of them are sitting in front of them across the couch and the others are like on the wings and they all have like their note notepads and they're asking them like a combination of like really stereotypical questions and like occasionally weirdly insightful questions. So um, the first thing I'm going to do is make sure they're vampires. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, this this is inside. This is in the inside party, um, where uh, where you know you don't let the mortals be. Okay, cool. So yeah, they, I mean, they you guys have drummed in the don't talk about vampire shit in front of mortals pretty well, so they're not doing that. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna kick my legs up on the table. I'm gonna do a bump of coke. <laughs> uh, by uh, but the nearest person who walks by who I fed coke to earlier mm-hmm. and I'm going to say uh so what wh- what are your questions he's like oh yeah so uh, we we've, we've been looking like this is uh kind of the this is a uh early 20s um uh ke- uh, uh male uh, and he's like, yeah, so we've been looking into some theories regarding why garlic might be a thing, because it has anti antibacterial components. Right, so we're thinking that it might be like, if, if that's a thing, then maybe it might be, you know, kind of a bacterial infection that we're dealing yeah, with. Let me stop you. So for the most part, garlic is not a thing. There are some vampires who believe so deeply in that particular myth that they recoil from garlic even though it doesn't actually hurt us but it, it doesn't you you'll be fine with garlic if in fact you specifically my friend could eat a, a, a bunch of garlic bread and be fine whereas i could not eat bread oh man cool so it's not like so Okay, so so that that theory's out. Um, so who's Troil? Who's who? Troil? He like goes uh, and and like looks through his thing. Uh, if you want to make an intelligence occult roll, uh, oh no, there's no way in hell my character <laughs> would know who Troil is. Okay, uh, I I don't uh, I I I don't know that name. He's like, uh, yeah, it's because, cause like, he he um, uh, he he points to another one, a uh, little bit older, like maybe maybe uh, early thirties, uh, kind of a you know continuing education, uh, kind of kind of woman. She's like, yeah, I've started doing automatic writing, um, and it's a name that comes up from time to time. Automatic writing, that is fantastic. I also do automatic writing, but it's of music. That's very cool. Uh, God, you you you're so uh, you're so interesting to me. Um, no, I I don't know that name, and I can't help you. So, um, uh, it's a, like while you're having this conversation, one of the one of the kindreds that they're talking to is like bug-eyed, like not sure if they should interject, but clearly unsettled. I'm going to try to throw some sort of subtle sign to them that they need to not like whatever it is that they know, I don't know. And they need to make me not know it. Okay. Um, give me a, uh, Yay, a, char- a charisma etiquette roll. Oh, I have that. I have that in spades. Hell yeah. Let me pull up my roller real quick. Oh, boy. Because with this system, I have to have a dice roller because I don't understand the rolls at all. Do I need to throw hunger in this? Yes, you do. Oh, no. That's not the number of dice that I meant to roll. 
this is the number of dice that I meant to roll, and I got two successes. Okay, you sort of convey to this uh, this this canine, this kindred, um, like you convey enough of what you're trying to say that it kind of mollifies them, and like they they take the opportunity to extricate themselves from the conversation so that cool. they're not talking with them anymore. Um, but it's clear that. They may you 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 think that they may have known what that guy is talking about. I'm gonna like I, I'm gonna think like oh they may have known but it's still probably not that important. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't know that name, but what I do know is that uh, we're vampires, mate. We have a long history. You're gonna come up with a lot of names, right? And those names are gonna be spread throughout two thousand years of human history, possibly more. I don't even know. Uh, but what we really need to focus on is right now, right here, because humanity has had this planet for, what, 30,000 years? Yeah. And this is where we're at. So maybe, you know, dealing with those that came before us is not what is important. Maybe what is very important is dealing with us right here, right now, and the changes that we can make. Cool, cool, but, like, shouldn't we know where we come from? Like, isn't that that whole, like, know the past so you don't repeat the mistakes thing kind of a big deal? Sure, sure, but I I, I think that, uh, I think that... Replies to people who don't live forever. Well, here's the thing, right? So, so there's a thing in your head right now that's telling you that you're going to live forever. There's a thing, and there's a little thing in the back of your brain that says, I'm immortal now. I will never die of disease. We are a generation. And, and let me be clear. I was embraced a little further down the line, but I'm probably not any physically older than you. I was raised in the 90s just like you. We've been raised to believe that this world has been fucked by the generation before us. And that is true, regardless of whether you approach it from a mortal perspective or an immortal perspective. So, 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 okay, so we, we're, we're of a similar physical age. So does that mean, like, the difference between you and me? Like, because clearly there's some, some disparities between us. Like, so, so it's not based on, like temporal age it's That's not based on temporal age That's what thing. is it based but, on then so it's based on so many things it's based on the experiences that you've had and and the experiences that i've had and the truth of the matter is if you picked up a crowbar and uh fucked me up right now i would get fucked up because you had a crowbar now someone else of my exact age but who had different experiences in life would would have a different they might be able to stop you the same way that a, a regular mortal could stop you now there are these old ones right these ancients that supposedly at one point existed i don't ever recall meeting one of them but they're this legend and maybe they did exist mate i don't know Right, they're they're this sort of uh, boogeyman slash guardian angel. 
that that keeps me through the nights i don't know uh what i do know is that a few years ago something changed and we're the ones in charge now you and me really we're in charge well of like hold what on. we're the future i should say uh, oh oh like, did you, let me ask you a question, seriously. How old are you, like, 21? Yeah, I get, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid you just missed the interview with the vampire era. Shit. So what, what vampire show did you watch? Uh, True Blood. Oh, right, that's actually perfect, because I've seen True Blood too. That's actually perfect. Yeah, Sookie's really hot. I want you to think about Eric Northman as the oldest possible vampire. Okay. He's the one who, uh, 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 he's trying to set policy now. But there was, if you remember, Godric, his sire. Yeah, yeah. Right. He was weird. He didn't make any sense. He eventually killed himself on a roof in the sunlight. Spoiler alert. uh, Because (laughs) he didn't fully understand what the world had become. I want you to think that all of the Godricks out there have already killed themselves on a roof in sunlight, and we've been left alone. And we've got to figure out what this world is. So another one of them sort of like, they're all very wrapped in there. So so holy water, uh, is that a thing that we have to worry about? Totally depends. Depends on the person who's throwing it on you. Is God real? I don't believe that God is real, but I believe that the belief in God is real, if that makes any sense at all. No, but I guess. in the club. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I want to write that song right now. People having crises in the club, getting crazy. So it kind of goes. In the club, existential crisis. So it kind of goes like this. If you if you if you stay on this beat, it kind of goes like this. Um, uh, you Madison, uh, yeah, Alex seems to be tanking these guys pretty well. Um, so it seems like he's taking the heat off of of whoever's been pissed off about these guys. Yeah. Um, uh. Madison, you're kind of watching the crowd, watching the interactions, uh, and it part of your your concern starts to raise a little bit when you see some of the guys from uh, the Red Trap uh, and some of your more rough and tumble thin bloods seem to be getting into something. It doesn't look overtly hostile. But there certainly does seem to be a back forth going on. That adventure is going to have to go intervene. Okay. <laughs> uh, how deep is Madison's hip hop knowledge roster? So, like on a scale of one to five, it's probably like a two point five. Oh, okay. No. All right. Okay. So that's Actually that's decent, but not like. It's the sort of knowledge someone has when they like hip-hop as a – they just like hip-hop, and mm-hmm. they're not a hip-hop fan. You know what I'm saying? Like a connoisseur. Yeah. yeah so exactly. any extra uh, 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 dice or whatever for the fact that over the past six weeks, I've been trying to show him more good hip-hop. 
Well, that's good. <laughs> so the argument uh, that they're having uh, is analogous to the East Coast, West Coast thing that happened in the 90s. <laughs> Um, but it's regarding newer stuff. Like, that beef, I think, for the most part, has pretty much been re- been resolved, but they're having, like, you know, talks about trap versus, uh, you know, um... <laughs> Scott's hip-hop knowledge is shit, by the way. Um, they're just talking about Twitter beef. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, they're, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, Scott, let me help you out here. Sure, yeah, go ahead. They're talking about, uh, Mumble versus 90s. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mumble versus 90s, yeah, that's, yeah, that the... kills my strategy of pissing both sides off against Mumble rappers. <laughs> hey, uh, there are some really great Mumble rappers. Why do people you hate on Mumble rappers? Jesus, baby, I'll kill you. All right, fair. Oh, I love it. So yeah, that seems to 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 kind of be what's going on between the the these guys. Uh, like not everyone is involved in this conversation. Like the thin most of the Thin Bloods group are kind of like off to the side spectating, like hu- occasionally hype manning. Can, um, can I leave a back room with my new best friend, Radio Shack guy, to <laughs> come upon this? Like, what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. You can absolutely, like, because, uh, like, you've kind of, like, you've reached a kind of mutual mind blow, kind of, uh, with, with Captain Radio Shack here, of just, like, weirdness of, of what it is to be a thin blood versus what it is to be a full-blood vampire. Um, and, We're like, going to go bowling at some point. Yeah, absolutely. 20 but, yeah, you can come in on this. Um, it's important to me that when Madison comes in, this is what's going to be happening. I am going to be singing in, in, in performance four. I'm mm-hmm. going to be singing Whitney Houston's. I believe the children are our future. Okay, that that is totally happening. Uh, you've kind of absconded uh, from the from the nerds uh, and, and are back on the turntables. Um, but yeah, this this seems to be fairly innocuous um, until one of the the red trap guys is on top of uh, one of the thin bloods. And just pounding his fist into his face. Okay, oh, no. then I'm absolutely going to to intervene. Um, yeah, like it seems like a couple of people are intervening. Um, so go ahead and give me. Take a look at your character sheet here. Uh, I'll I'll throw on Daunt and just basically give him the like, hey, you should probably stop before you do something you can't take back. Um, give me a dex athletics roll first, just to be, no, sorry, a witch athletics roll. Just to ah. be, just to sort of get yourself in the right position. What, is there a penalty for, untra- what's the untrained penalty? There isn't. Okay. But you do include your hunger dice. No, no frenzy or anything, but I did fail. Okay, noted. So yeah, uh, you you kind of like get are sort of to get yourself ready to intervene when uh, you know one of the red trap guys uh, starts to like pull him off uh, while like all of the thin bloods roll up and like there starts to be a kind of a tussle. Uh, like they they start like throwing bottles at the guy. Um, uh, so it's, it's like the fracas is, is well and truly starting. Uh, but if you want to go ahead and roll up on Daunt, 
uh, and make the appropriate roll, you can do that now. I'm actually... I, Madison would be more inclined to shut down the ones that he has more authority over mm-hmm. and stop the conflict from that side and then mollify it on the other side. Okay. Because that's the more yeah. likely success. All right, well, go ahead and, and make a... I believe there should be a roll associated with Daunt. Uh, it gives me my presence as bonus dice on intimidation stuff. Okay, then make an intimidation roll. Uh, make it with uh, with charisma. Three successes. Okay, you are able to like get in front and and like shut that shit down from that avenue. Um, like it seems that. The Red Trap have their buddy wrangled for the most part, um, uh, but yeah, that it, the immediate situation seems to be resolved, but there's still a lot of tension hanging around from it. And if you, so yeah, if you he'll like, step aside with the thin bloods and kind of try to talk him down a little bit. Like the one, the one who's like his face is kind of deformed from having some potence applied to it. Um, he's like, what the fuck, man? We were just beefing. So, you know how some people have short tempers? Yeah, but fuck, man, that was... <sighs> Here's the, the long story short is... What you and I are brings out the worst in people sometimes, and for some people, that's a shitty attitude. But, I mean, it was good-natured until he just started fucking throwing, man. And I'm going to follow up on it, because you live on our turf, so to speak, and I'm not going to just let that slide, but I need you to let it slide. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I mean, as long as you fucking deal with it, man, I mean... This was, is our party. That you're, was fucked you're up. Our friends. That was fucked up, man. Like it was like I don't know. So there's like a look in his eye, and he just was on me. That sounds about right. It can happen to any of us. That's why it's important to keep a handle on yourself. Cool, cool. Um, Some people are more prone to it than others, but even I could, if not taking good care of myself go nuts and start swinging on somebody it probably wouldn't hurt fuck <laughs> listen why don't you go have a sit maybe you know enjoy some outside company yeah maybe yeah. not maybe how not do face I, to face how do i um can i do something about this yeah let's step aside does it look like it's like really really bad or does it just look like if he he's gotten punched really hard. I mean it looks like his jaw's broken like and okay. like he's definitely got massive like that in mechanical terms it's not aggravated it's not aggravated damage he's taking yeah. some superficial damage yeah so I'll, I'll take him aside and I'll just I'll I'll patiently give him the like focus you know close your eyes think about your blood mm-hmm. think about your blood moving through your body to that part of your body think about that part of your body moving back to the way it's supposed to be he performs the... he performs a rouse check and heals his superficial damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you you absolutely <laughs> do do that. Uh so Willow while he's uh 
pulled this guy aside. Uh, you're kind of in the middle of this. Uh, how are how are you reacting to the scenario? Like when, once I came out of the back with me and my new best friend, um, I I came upon the mall. Would it count as a mosh a little bit? Kind of. I mean, it's it's more of it's it was more like a fight. I mean, you know what you you can tell what this was. Like this was someone losing control of their beast. Like you've seen it happen before. It's not <laughs> too terribly hard to miss. Like as soon as I saw that, I was just like, no, you. And I like put my arm to like hold Radio Shack guy back. Like, like it, it doesn't uh, appear as though he has any inclination of, of involving uh, himself, but he's totally okay with you, uh, you know, directing him. Are they really just going to fight in the middle? I mean, Madison like... seems to break it up pretty easily. Uh, but, yeah. Is that your friend? He's like, no, I don't know that guy. I don't know either of them. Do you have any more questions? Because honestly, there's a lot of stuff I want to get off my chest. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, so, shit. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of questions, but like, why blood? What do you mean, why blood? I like... mean, I mean, why that? I mean, I'm sure the answer is subjective, but for me, in my opinion, it's symbolic. I mean, it doesn't feel very symbolic. Um, it feels I... like heroin. And I know heroin. Did you? Look, I may have had some misspent youth issues. Are you, sure? you know, you... you... <laughs> Well, That's... yeah, no, it is a lot like that. I mean, I've heard. I've never done heroin. Steered pretty clear of that. Yeah, that's for the best. Shit will fuck you up. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> that's not Willow. That's Mo. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Willow never laughs. Mo gotcha. laughs all the time. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. I think it's symbolic like a curse if you believe in supernatural stuff like that i mean i guess i kind of have to well some people prefer to take a more maybe scientific route i guess it's about what makes you feel better you know okay does it make you feel better to think like it's some sort of virus that maybe one day it'll be cured, or does it make you feel better that it's a curse and there's nothing you can ever do to stop it? I I don't know, but that makes me want to drink like whiskey. What you just oh. said. Can you do that? I mean, I haven't like oh. wanted to, but now I want to because I mean, what you just said was super depressing. So my bad. I, I'm sorry if that was a major downer. I mean, kinda. But like, okay, I've been talking for a while, and you obviously wanna say some stuff. So what? What? You've been, you've been okay. So if you need to like 
unburden, like, whatever? I... I kind of wish I was in your shoes just a little bit. Is that weird? Yeah, this fucking sucks. It does. But... You're... You're more human. And maybe you won't get worse like how we do. And... That's... Something I want. Well, I mean, okay, but, I mean, we didn't spend much time down, down, you know, apparently in, in, what are they called, the Sabbath? Oh. But those motherfuckers wanted to kill us. You're pretty lucky that you got away. So, I don't, I don't know, I mean. Yeah, they would have tortured you to death, most definitely. What the fuck is wrong with them? Like, you guys seem like... Uh, Okay? It's a weird death cult, is maybe the best way I can say it. So, like, ISIS or something. Like, there's... like, Like, they're vampire ISIS? What the fuck is wrong with this world? It's so fucked, isn't it? You're not helping. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. totally vampire ISIS. <laughs> it's vampire ISIS. It's 100% vampire ISIS. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the cam, right? <laughs> no. I don't mean to be like a Debbie Downer or anything. It's just... It's kind of grim. But maybe your existence doesn't have to be as grim. And that's like thinking positive, which I'm really trying hard to do. Okay. He's like, I'm going to find some whiskey and yeah, see if I can that. drink it. Hey, that's what I'm drinking. Oh, boy. You tell me if that works on you. I, I will, will. Promise. Oh, I'm very jealous. I miss Ambien. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he kind of, like, excuses himself and, uh, and heads off. Um, I sure hope I didn't drive away my new best friend, Radio Shack, man. Only time will tell. Um, Stir herself. Um, yeah. So, Alex, uh, you uh, you've been at the at the turntables. Uh, you know, occasionally fielding question from the nerd crew, um, and you know you you've been able to witness the party going down, uh, and you. Uh, sort of scanning the crowd uh, and you kind of do a double take because your sister's here. Like, she wasn't here a moment ago, but she's here now. Oh, no. Uh, If so she doesn't... I'm going to uh, sort of just like straighten my back, but also pretend like I don't notice what's happening. Cool. And she doesn't seem to be like stirring shit up. She's just kind of like in the crowd. Like she's 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 making her way, doing doing the rounds. Like she doesn't talk, so she's not talking to anybody. But she's just here. 
Well, that's something. Uh, so I'm uh, uh, after like after a while, I'm gonna go over and just put my arm around her waist and bring her up to the table and start spinning with her because she's here. So why not? Yeah, she uh, takes to it. She takes absolutely to it. Um, and like she she is, um, uh, you know, she she you know plays with some buttons and screws with some levels every now and then. She's not really a DJ at all. Like that's not her thing at, at, in the slightest, but she's having a good time. Um, so Madison, uh, you've been able to, uh, deal with the thin blood, your, 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 your group there. Uh, and the guys from Red Trap are still there and they're just kind of, they've brushed, they seem to have brushed it off as best they can, but they're still here. Yeah. I mean, once my half of it is, is smoothed over, I'm going to do the good host thing and check on them too. Okay. Yeah. You, you swing by them and you know, it's, it kind of depends on how, how much you want to press it because you're pretty certain what happened. And, you know, in certain circles, it's bad etiquette to, you know, call someone on letting their beast out off the chain. Cause sometimes it happens. Um, yeah. So yeah, it kinda, it's kind of up to you. That. He's not going to do that at all. No, no, so no. yeah, it, it's, it's along the lines of like, just by talking to him, like, you know that something is getting across, like, but in order to really kind of drive it home, you would have to talk about it in more explicit terms. So, yeah, so I'm going to use my my abilities of double talk as a Ventru uh, to kind of rhetorically frame it so that it is obvious that I know what happened and that I know he knows what happened without ever actually saying it. Sure. Okay. Um, give me a charismatic it roll. Okay. Can I use my anarch status? You can. That's five successes. Damn, well, you you thread that needle pretty expertly, and it, it just you end the the encounter with everyone pretty much knowing, everyone pretty much uh, acknowledging the realities of the situation, and not you don't think it's going to be a beef, one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you could probably have pushed it. To, to, to maybe get some prestation situation going on, but if you're going to be cool about it and you've been able to manage the situation well so that it's it's basically over. That's that's always going to be Madison's standard approach. Um, and it is at this point that you see, uh, you kind of look up to the DJ booth and see that Alex has a friend. <laughs> And Willow, I'm I'm gonna say that you you can see this as well. Yeah, once I once I finish gazing out into people dancing, zoning out, and regretting the conversation I just had with my friend, <laughs> I do look up to notice. <laughs> and she's just like, um, where are my exits in this building? 
Like, you guys uh, do a quick scan. You don't see any other, other people that you don't recognize or know uh, as far as Kindred are concerned. Can I just say that I feel like I know Willow enough that when she looks up and starts scanning for exits, I'm able to make it a part of my act, but also point out her exits. You can absolutely do that, yeah. So wonderful, thank you. That's what coterie is all about. Mm-hmm. Coterie means family. Indeed. Oh, man, I'm going to go warm up the and car. Family means we help each other bug out? Yes, oh, fuck, we're so overwhelmed right now, all of us. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, Actually, I want to thank her, but she's busy, so. I'm just going to keep spinning, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, it, I mean, she, uh, it, it seems like, uh, like, after a little bit of spinning, after a little bit of fun, she kind of gets distracted and starts to head off the stage. All right, I'm going right for her. Okay. Um, yeah, so she's sort of, sort of in the, in the sort of side stage area. Um, uh, she's sort of squatted down as like playing with the carpet a little bit. And she just sort of uh, looks kinda, like, up kneel. to you. I'm going to kneel next to her in a very similar way as to what was depicted on the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to reach for one of her hands if she'll let me touch her. Um, you do, you, you reach her hand and like when you do... You can feel uh, like these patterns of scarification that are just all on her skin. And he's going to basically clasp her hand uh, in both of his and say, thank you. I don't really understand what you did, but you helped save somebody's life. She, yeah, I mean, like she's, from what you can tell, this she's, she's nonverbal. Uh, like it just, talking just doesn't seem to to be a thing that she does, um, but she uh, uh, she pulls out um, from like a little bag that she has. She pulls out like another piece of paper, um, and she just quickly folds it um, into two very crude looking antlers and sticks them in your hair. Thank you. Um, well, have fun, I guess. She goes back to playing with the carpet. Just uh, don't get in any trouble, okay? She doesn't acknowledge what you said. All right. I'm going to stand up and get the antlers off and put them carefully in my pocket. And then okay. kind of maybe gesture towards Alex that maybe a brief brief intermission, you know, letting the, the backup playlist take over for a few minutes is in order, and then move towards a room that I'm sure we've de- designated as kind of the organizer room. Sure. Yeah, that can absolutely happen. Uh, totally. 100%. When he does that, I put my turntable on, hey, this is the intermission, and I go talk to my coterie. Yeah. <laughs> what? The fuck? So, I don't entirely know, but someone else has gotten to them. I barge in at that point. Hey, uh, what the fuck? Right, that's where we're at right now, too. So I'm so glad that we're together in this. As long as it doesn't disrupt the gathering, then it's not something that's an urgent issue. 
but I'm a little weirded out by your sister just showing up. So my sister is Sabat. There's nothing I can do to change that. But she's also not Sabat, if that makes any sense at all. She's she's Mulcavian. Right. Before she's anything else, she's Mulcavian. That I do understand. So you're confident she's not here to cause trouble? No, I think she's here to help us spot trouble. I'm going to tell you guys something. and I, I, I didn't know how to tell you before. There is a very powerful, very old hand of the Mulcavian clan that is guiding all of this. When I disappeared last week, it was because I was in her parlor having tea. There is a Mulcavian hand in Atlanta that I think maybe transcends sect and transcends generation. I don't know what it is that she wants. I don't think she wants the destruction of Atlanta because she could have had it many times over by now. But she is powerful. And she is trying to tell us something. But I'm young and I don't fully understand what it is that she's trying to tell us. Okay. I get it. No, Madison, I totally understand. You're a Ventrue. Mulcavians, we're weird. We don't make sense. I get it. You make sense, just not to me. This is real, man. This is real. She's trying to tell us something. I believe you, Alex. I believe you. I really do. You are probably the only person in this coterie who has the correct mental faculties to interface with whatever the fuck you're talking about. That doesn't mean I don't think it's real. It means I don't get it. I don't know whether the burning of Atlanta is something that she's already seen before or something that is coming or both. But I think that it is both. And I don't fully understand what it means. But I know that I woke up buried under a ton of ash and because I they had set a the vision. building on fire. Yeah, no, you're right. That's what it was. They set the building on fire. But the grandmother is still reaching out to me. And she's still telling me that something is happening. And I don't fully understand what it is. But I think that these thin bloods have something to do with it. Then we have to make absolutely sure that they stay in our influence. I believe so, yeah. And we need to protect them. If you really believe this, you haven't been wrong about one of these weird, nonsensical things yet. They've all proven useful. Your your sister's, you know, arts and crafts project saved Sister Lynn's life. I think arts and crafts projects are what I have to offer because I can't fight. I can't uh, do anything else. But what I can do is... 
something is happening, something very, very big. And Tren is a part of it, and this bullshit Archbishop is a part of it. And I don't fully understand what any of it means yet. But yet. I know that these thin bloods are a part of it. That's what I've got. Sorry, I don't have more. That's all right. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I. You didn't tell us. I'm, I'm sorry it had to come out like that, like right now at this super weird time. Look, I, 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 I do get it, right? I'm a Malkavian. I don't fully understand what it is that I'm seeing. I'm embarrassed by it. I'm freaked out by it. But for the first time in my existence, I feel like it means something. For what it's worth, I agree with you. It definitely means something. And the fact that my sister was here tonight, yeah, she's Sabat. She is. And I'm Anak. I am. You have to believe me. I am. I'm, we're not calling that into question. I'm, we're not the ones who don't believe you, if anyone. Yeah. But there's something that ties my sister and I together. And with everything that has happened in the past 25 years, with the antediluvians waking up and then going missing... My sister's not wrong about everything. There are antediluvians out there right now. They are awake. And they are doing things. While all of everything between them and us has gone missing. And that terrifies me. And if that doesn't terrify you, I don't know how to speak to you anymore. I'm going to pull out the antlers and put them up against my temples in the same way that the girl did. The antediluvians have to be destroyed. If we are truly Anarchs, we have to believe that. Now, I believe that the Sabbats has it wrong. Because they believe that the mortal populace is not part of that. They believe that it's all just us. I think they're wrong. I think that we have to find a way to believe that those antediluvians, when they rise and they, they have risen, have to be destroyed. We, the Anarch movement, have the first opportunity in our existence to do something about it. Because all the way up until a couple of years ago, the Chem would not let us move. But they're out there. They're out there right now. And they are coming for us. I need you guys to just understand that I'm not a Sabbat. I'm not anymore. I swear to you, I would never do to mortals what the Sabbat do to you. But you have to believe me that the antediluvians are a danger. And I think that we're here to help fight them. Is is anything I'm saying making sense? Are any of you going to help me with this? I want to help you, but God, it's kind of a lot. There's 
seems impossible. It was, it was kind of a lot, Willow. It was kind of a lot before everybody between us and them went away. Yeah. But they did. And now it's just us and them. And I don't know where my sire went. But he's gone. And so is yours. Where did they go? Who fucking cares? I willing to help me. I'm sorry, Madison, go. No, I I care and I know where they went, but I am going to help you. Uh so Scott, I have fulfilled my hope. Okay. Awesome. Uh I believe that has uh I'm not sure exactly what that does mechanically, but it certainly does happen. Uh, it refills all of my willpower. That it does. So uh, while you guys are in the midst of this kind of tense moment, uh, there's a, a kind of a knock at your door. Um, and uh, you hear a, a voice that's kind of familiar um, from one of the East Street boys. It's Trayvon. It says, hey, hey uh, can, can I talk to you guys for a second? Oh, my God. Matt yeah, he kind of look at Alex with kind of like a, is this okay, or do I need to go outside? No, no, bring him in, bring him in. Right. And then he'll fling the door open. So yeah, he, he says, uh, I don't want to interrupt anything, but, uh, you know, kind of uh, our, uh, don't want to call him leader, because he doesn't like being called a leader, but Nikki C, uh, he's uh, on his way uh, to talk to you guys about some of the stuff that's been, he, he's had some free time open up, so he, he's going to come talk to you guys real soon. Uh, if we want to get that done in such a lovely environment with such excellent company, I have no issues with that. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's he's going to be here pretty soon. So, uh, like, I heard some raised voices. I don't know uh, what you guys are up to. So, uh, maybe... Alex is just in a very artistic mood, that's all. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, so maybe, uh, maybe calm down. Okay. Thanks, Trayvon. All right. Okay. Alex, do you want to like go out to the balcony, take a breather? No, I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm, I'm all right. All right. So I've said what I needed to say. We're gonna go ahead and take a break, um, and um, when um. and when we get back, we're gonna have Mr. Matthew Webb uh, as Bruja Gang Leader Nikki C. See you guys soon. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Burn It Down, Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, and welcome to the game, Mr. Matthew Webb of Jackalope Studios, uh, Live Action Studios. So, Nikki, uh, you've been hearing through your boys that this new gang, this new group of Anarchs, this new coterie of out-of-towners uh, have been making some moves, uh, kind of, you know, feeling out the edges of their territory, uh, and you are savvy enough to understand that they they probably want to come to some sort of arrangement regarding territory, influence, something. And you've heard that they're throwing a little party uh, somewhere not in either of your domain. Uh, for the benefits of some... some Thin bloods that they've come into uh, sort of stewardship over, and so you have decided that to kind of throw them off, you're gonna show up at their party and make this sit down happen. 
so one of your boys, uh, Trayvon, uh, takes you to a back room uh, and kind of leads you in where three kindred are kind of, you can tell they're kind of putting their best faces on. Uh, and it's kind of a, it's a back room. It's got some couches. It's got a little wet bar that doesn't matter to any of you. Uh, but it's a cozy thing. And there's music playing uh, from out, from out in the, the, uh, the sort of the, the common area. Uh, and we'll go into the scene. He just stands there and just looks over you with a smile on his face. It's the kind of smile that isn't so much expressing happiness as a predator burying its teeth. Manners? Hi? Hello? You want to take a seat? I'd love to take a seat. What kind of music do you like? You know, many and various. So I've got this new thing that I'm trying to throw. It's a little bit of hip-hop. It's a little bit of a... uh, You already lost me. I'm Black Flag, New Model Army, that sort of thing. I think you might actually like this. Uh, Hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, Alex will start spinning a a new sample of the hills of Los Angeles are burning. Bad religion. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. Not bad. Not but bad. a little bit of dubstep in introduced because <sighs> I'm not I, quite into the robots fucking, but old school punk, nineties punk is pretty good. Hey punk. man, hey man, you ever fucked a robot? I can't say I've had the pleasure. So you don't know what you're actually into yet. Give it a second. And then I'll let him and Madison talk. <laughs> So I'm going to assume since you talked first, he's going to point over at the DJ. I'm assuming that you, since you act first, uh, you're you're in charge. I'm going to just laugh and point to Madison. Oh, okay. So you let uh, he points to Madison. So, so you let other people talk for you. Oh, that's good. Uh, on occasion. Oh, okay. Have you never? I mean, your friend said you were coming. I assume that's a similar sort of principle. Sure. It's foolish to make uh, absolute pronouncements about one what one will and will not do in regards to one's colleagues, in my opinion. Oh, man, you must be the venture. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> okay, so but you must be Madison. Spoil anything. You must be Madison. And you're the Malkavian, the DJ over there, right? Yep. What's your name again? Alex. Ah, okay, Dr. Dre. And you would be? Can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we We can hear you now. Uh, So you would be? No, I'm the storyteller. Mm, a smart one. Uh, Our uh, fourth musketeer is not here currently. <laughs> yeah, the one that, you know, busted up Trayvon. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know what she she's gotten up to with Trayvon, honestly. So if they had a tussle, I hope everything is copacetic in that respect. Mm. No, 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 not that kind of busted up. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> then yes, definitely. Ah, uh, okay. No, if that kind of stuff apparently is like you, she she got in all sorts of fights with all sorts of interesting people. Kind of, I'm kind of uh, sad I didn't get to meet the you know one who stood up to fucking Hancock. Uh, you'll get to meet her eventually. I'm, yeah. I'm sure we're we're going to be neighbors for the foreseeable future. Well, that's an assumption on many levels. <laughs> we have no intention of going anywhere. Yeah, but I've been here a long time, and a lot of people have come and gone without any intending to do it. Fair enough. Yeah, Let I mean. Uh, Call that a wager, then. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be a fair wager because, you know what? If I bet against it, I got a really big influence against that. I don't take bets I can rig. Call me an honest man. That's a certain sort of ethos. Yeah, yeah. You know, Relevant fair to our gamble. conversation. <laughs> yeah. So. I consider myself to be an ethical person. I should hope so. Otherwise, you might be more at home in another sect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's. uh, I'll I'll let you in on a secret. I don't know how long you've been doing this. Not that I haven't tried to find out, but you know, there everybody thinks they're ethical. Their definition of ethics can be really fucked up, (laughs) but everyone thinks they're ethical. There are certain things, however, that civilized people can agree to. You think so? You think so? I mean, that's that's a idealistic position, which you, I appreciate given my background. But I'm surprised I, to see it from a blue blood. <laughs> you and I both know that the Camarilla is a problem. The Camarilla, Camarilla, however the fuck you want to say it, it's a problem. How big of a problem, what kind of priority of a problem it is, that's an entirely different matter now, isn't it? Well, your Trayvon has a very legitimate gripe now with the sheriff of the local Camarillo domain. Yeah, barely a year goes past that the Anarchs don't have a gripe with the fucking Camarilla sheriff. Yes. but Correct, correct. He's right, though. He's right. Thank you. Glad for the acknowledgement. I know it's the smart ones keeping quiet and listening to every single word I say in order to try to discern the meanings while you're FaceTiming and he's trying to make me feel comfortable. So I appreciate your tactics. I like it. He finally takes a seat. So the dick oh. contest is over, right? Oh, so you're a, you're a dickhead. Over, you're a dickhead. I get it. That's awesome. I'm going to go spin. Talk to Madison. He he speaks dickhead. I don't. So, no, 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 no. Stay stay where you are. Stay where you are. No, I don't know the situation I am walking into. I've heard a few things. I've heard how you dealt with people. I've heard how you're kind of asserting yourself and making waves around here, talking with people, doing stuff. So I don't know you, and I just walked into a room with a bunch of vampires, and I try not to forget that every single time I meet new people. So I'm trying to suss you guys out. And if I'm a little bit too honest about my thought process about that, my apologies. I have no issue. Alex is 
perhaps a little more sensitive than usual. Oh, tough night, Alex. They didn't like my third song, and I put a lot of work into that. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm appreciation of underground music. And what it it's fine. I just have there. to go back to the drawing board, whatever. Well, or you find a better something? audience. Well, mm-hmm. I can't hear you again, Mo. Just yeah, sorry, Mo. We're having some... Like, maybe put your mic a little bit closer. I think that... Yeah, I think that works. No, keep no, keep going on with the banter. It's absolutely charming. Keep going. We're getting to know each other. I try. I'm, I'm living for this. I really am. Well, then I will... Um... We can go back to the outside of the bush rather than trying to dive right in. I have no problem with that. This is a party after all. Yeah. I'm not, this is, like I said, this is a handshake. Hmm. You came in here, you've been making stuff. I've been here. I've been here for almost a decade now. I've seen a lot of people come and go out of this town ever since we kicked the fucking fucking hand out of here, all right? And we did that. I was there, right? I lost a lot of good friends doing that, okay? Who else was there? The other movers and shakers in the movement around here, how many of them are veterans of that conflict and how many of them are new? You know, a lot of them are new. A lot of them are vets. Most of the ones I knew didn't make it. My friends went. They died fighting for inches. So every single block and every single mile of Anarch Turf in Atlanta means a dead good Anarch that I know was good because they died fighting. They prove themselves. They don't have a pro- need to prove a damn thing from now on because they wrote their name on the monument of the movement and their blood and the blood of people who would take every single freedom we had. So they got nothing else to prove no more. So when you come in here and you say, you know, you start making waves, when the Camarilla comes in here and strives to take shit from us, I know to the damn pint how much blood each one, each inch of concrete they want to take, and each inch of concrete you're sitting on cost us. Because I was there. So I want to know what kind of people you are. Now, you can call that dick-waving. You can call that beating around the bush. You can call that all the stuff. It's a reasonable desire. Apparently not. Apparently I'm waving my dick around. Listen, man, like, what do you want, a resume? Shit. Like, do you want us to tell you about great things we did? What What would make you happy? I'm just trying to have a conversation and get to know you people. And right now I know that Madison over here is good with words, but he at least has a sense of ethics. This guy over here, Rick, he wears his heart on his shoulder, but has that kind of like Malkavian honesty, right? You know? And my name you, is Rick. I don't... Hmm? You think my name is Rick? What's your name again, man? I'm sorry. My I name is Alex. Like I'm literally famous. Not in the I, I don't wear my heart on my shoulder. 
However, my brain on my shoulder is different. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Thank you for acknowledging that. Move on. All right, great. Yeah. And I don't know you from Adam, so, you know, but you decided to be the smart one is keeping quiet, so. Willow does bring up a good point. Go ahead, Willow. I don't feel like I really have to explain myself like that. It seems a little unnecessary. Okay. Here, my intentions are good, and I can't prove that to you. I didn't even know to ask you to prove your intentions. I just want to know what kind of person you are. Mm. I'm learning a lot every second. Don't get me wrong. Oh yes, I'm. I'm quite sure. Can, can read me? Go ahead. No, I'm not reading you. I'm just seeing what your reaction is to being challenged. I'm defensive. Mm-hmm. See, like it's I said, obvious. Mm-hmm. You're on. You, you're distrusting, which is not a point against you, by the way. Like I said, you are in a room with a bunch of vampires. Yes. And you just, no one should ever forget that. Ever. So. But I would like let, go to ahead. say that what you have said about costs that were paid for the movement's territory in the city, those words are not something that I would in any sense wish to minimize. And knowing that you are a veteran of that particular conflict very much influences and colors my impression of you and reinforces my desire for us to work together and continue the causes that you and your, your dear friends, your comrades, your brothers and sisters in arms have bled for. That's the sort of person I am, if that's what you want to know. I'm here to make waves, not for my own benefit, not strictly. I'm not going to pretend that I don't like being in charge of things, that I don't like having some degree of power. That keeps you safe. But I'm here to make sure that the city remains a bastion of the movement and does not fall prey to people who would do those things entirely for their own benefit. That's the sort of person I am. Sound like a good kid. I've heard that a few times. Let me uh, let me ask the real basic questions then. Now that we've gotten the formalities out, why the fuck are you here? I've already given you my answer. No, 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 no. You could have gone a thousand places and stuck a sword up the ass of the Sabbat or the Camarilla. You could have marched right into Paris and decided that you're going to firebomb the Grand the Grand Salon. You could have done a lot of things. So why are you here? As you said, it was only a decade ago when this city became what it is now. It's still in its formative years, especially measuring in the timescale of of a kindred mind. I'm young. I'm a kid, like you said. But I have my savvy. I'm studied. I've read Garcia. I've read a thousand books on statecraft. And I understand (laughs) that it's not when the blood is first spilt that the most important decisions are made. Those decisions and those moments Those are made by people like you. Those are made by warriors and soldiers and generals. That's not what I am. I know how to fight, but I'm not going to claim that I'm your peer in terms of of martial ability, in terms of warfare. Those are two different roles that are very important. I came here because I know this city 
is in the age of ripeness, politically speaking, where it is most vulnerable to a lack of resolve. And that is what I believe is the problem with the movement right now. That is why I want to talk to you. That is why I want to strike this alliance. That is why we want to make ourselves known because we don't believe there should be a flower-crowned truce with the Camarilla of all people. We don't believe the movement should be sitting on its laurels and disrespecting the sacrifices that were made to take this land. We need to be moving to ensure that it is secure and it is prosperous. That's a lot of really good words from adventure. Now, considering, I think you're at least honest, you sound honest, I might give you a chance to actually prove that they mean something. What would it take? What do you think you've accomplished since you got gotten here? You want a resume? What do you think you've actually done? So you are asking for a resume. Okay. I'm just asking what you think you've done since you've gotten here. Only lay down roots. That's all. Really? That's all you've done? It's a little more than that. I mean, Cadence has started a lot of shit coming here, but that was incidental. Oh, and you don't lay claim to what she did? No, no, she does. Yeah. Sounds like, uh, sounds like some disagreement about that point. Both facts are true. She takes responsibility, but we're her coterie. She's one of us, so we're we're responsible. We bear that weight alongside her, regardless of if she wants to play the martyr or the hero and say it's entirely on her. Yeah. Well, you know, it might be her fault, but it's all y'all's responsibility. Well put. Alex, you look like you have something to say. I don't have anything to say. I'm just listening. We've sure? rotated duties. <laughs> yeah, Alex, uh, why are you here? I mean... Why am I here? Yeah, why are you here? Fuck you. That's why I'm here. Alex. No, 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 no. Fuck you, okay? He's having one of those Fuck things. you that you think you can ride in here and just say, I can do whatever I want. Walk into places, a fucking battlefield that was sanctified by the blood of warriors who you didn't even know. And you're going to no, say I'm that you're going to claim fright. Yeah, no. You're going to claim blocks that warriors won for you? Where are those warriors now? They're dead, asshole. Yeah, fuck face, they're dead. Alex. So if you want someone to hold Alex. these blocks that they lost, it's us. Nah. Yeah. It's not you. Yeah, I'm I sorry, friend, but it's no, us. No, I think it's not you. Well, please show Alex. us another alternative. Please. Uh, one moment. Um, Nikki, I would like for you to roll me a wit streetwise real quick. Oh boy. You're at hunger one. Uh, you took care mm-hmm. of your needs before you got here, so please make sure to include that one hunger die in your roll. All right. Let me look it up. Wits plus streetwise. All right. 
five successes. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh. So you're you're kind of getting into it with Alex, and uh, you're you're kind of in the back of your head. You're kind of thinking about what you've heard about this guy, because you know, get into someone you want to try and marshal your knowledge uh, so that you can hit him hard, and you recall a few things that you've heard about him. He's not a newcomer. He's been in Atlanta for actually about maybe as long as you have. Um, but he, you're not sure where exactly, but you're pretty certain that he wasn't always Anarch. You're not sure which side he was, but you know he wasn't always part of the movement. So, Play yeah, on. and on top of that, on top of that, you know, I've heard your name around a lot, Alex. I'm sure that you have. I've heard it for years, yeah. And I know you've been a lick for a long time. And I also know... Not long, asshole, but please continue. continue. Oh, you were around when the fight was on, man. Yeah, I didn't see you there. And you weren't there. You were not there. No. I I wasn't there. Because I'm not about just fucking murdering mortals in the street. I think you're not even about being an anarch that much, asshole. Well, you know, the archbishop of this area... And also, the Baron. Do I give a fuck what a Sabat thinks about you? Yeah, I think you do, actually. I, I mean, my gang hey. cares what the Sabat thinks about me in this area. Who the fuck are you? You just showed up. Me? Just some fucking guy. I'm a leader of the East Street Boys. I'm a veteran of the fucking siege. And oh, I bash more Sabat. some fucking guy. It just oh, showed up, God, whatever. Man. Fuck you. Fuck oh, you, man. mate. Fuck you, You know mate. what? Are you done, Alex? You know? N- Nikki, how... No, I'm not no, done. I, you know, Hold no. on. Nikki, I did not come here to be disrespected by How the pissed off are you right now, please? I am extremely pissed off. Uh, I would like you to roll your current willpower. Uh, I'm about to die. <laughs> and uh, your clan Bane, which I need to look up the mechanics of, certainly is, does apply to this. He's going to murder the dog shit out of me. Oh, no. Is uh, is the Hunger Dice part of a willpower roll? Uh, no, Hunger Dice is not part of the willpower roll. Okay, so this is not a messy critical. It's oh, fantastic. Just successes. <laughs> it's just two successes, and I need to look exactly what the Bruja Bane is, because it certainly applies here. There are old Malkavians and bold Malkavians. Okay, <laughs> so uh, because because this affects the dice roll, I'm gonna need you to roll your willpower minus one, please. Oh no! Right. Remember that time that I made a new character? <laughs> Fail. Fail. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you go red uh, behind your eyes, uh, and Nikki. Uh, Nikki grabs the nightstand uh, next to him and throws it at you. Uh, Uh, There's no chance that I have of dodging it. I just get hit with it. Okay, so you take a superficial damage uh, as a piece of wood just slams into the side of your head. Cool, I don't stop spinning. I just spin something more dark. Okay, so you actually, okay. So you roll with it. Um, 
go ahead and make me another willpower roll, uh, okay. Nikki. Uh, because you've let oh, the him. Beast, him, yeah, him. Uh, he, he has let the beast out, so there's a chance that he can rein it in. Two successes. Okay. Yeah, so you are able to, with, you let, you know you just let the beast out. You know the beast just, because you can see exactly what happened. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a kind of a, a bruise and, and a little bit of blood on Alex's head, and, you know, there's minus one nightstand. You're not entirely sure exactly how those things happened, but you rein the beast back in very quickly. When I see that he stops, I'm going to say... I didn't say I stopped. Oh shit! Okay. Okay. Before but you are in a being... chance to make another movement. I'm going to say this is my house, motherfucker. And then he could do whatever he wants because I can't stop uh, him. It, oh, hold on. Let's see if the if uh, uh, Madison, Alex, or uh, Will, Will, sorry, Madison Willow, are you doing anything to interpose? Legally, right now, it's mine, Alex. I throw up my hands and then just get beat the fuck down. <laughs> Um, no, no, I'm not going to break you. I'm going to walk up and I'm going to destroy that deck in front of you. I'm just going to cool. I'm going to hit him with some version of dementation if he tries to do that. Okay. Uh, you would have, that would be, so that would be one of your dominate abilities. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to try and dominate him. Yeah. Uh, Excellent. I love this. I'm very happy about this I'm right now. I'm so glad Matthew's here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so you're going to believe you have oh, I don't know why I didn't expect this to go to, to, to break out. Into, I'm going to throw a mesmerize at him. Okay, you're mesmerizing him. Um, uh, and what are you mesmerizing him to do? Or trying to mesmerize him to do? I am going to say, approach my deck and then bow and walk away. Oh, I love this. This is fantastic. There's certainly rolls involved with this. Oh, no. Both of my hunger dice rolled zeros. Did you get any successes uh, whatsoever? Oh, hold on. Let me let me see what the rest of these said. Uh, yes, I got... Uh, three successes, uh, four if you count both of the zeros on my hunger dice. Fantastic. Uh, so, Nikki, I'm going to need you to roll Intelligence plus Resolve to resist this. Matt, that's you, Matthew. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what plus Resolve? Intelligence plus Resolve. Of course, both of my fucking hunger dice would come up as zero tonight. Oh, so that's a messy. Cri- oh, that's actually a messy critical. Yeah, it is. Um, so what I'm going to say is that ex- that command was a little extreme. I'm going to make you word word that in an even more extreme fashion. Uh, I'm going to present my wrist to him. Oh. Okay. So, uh, sorry, Matthew. Did you make your roll? Yeah, uh, four successes. Four successes. And how many total successes did you get, given that you're... Um... Oh, no, five. Five. Okay. So you are approaching him, uh, and you just suddenly feel uh, compelled to kneel, and he holds out his wrist to you, 
The and... moment his wrist goes up, Madison is jumping up out of his chair, by the way. Okay. Good call. Jesus, good call. Okay. Uh, what are What is Madison doing? Uh, well, I'm going to cross the room with Celerity. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to just slap the shit out of Alex. Okay. Not uh, really trying to hurt him, just trying to dislodge his wrist before he ruins and fucking murders all of us indirectly. Okay. So I think that Alex is going to kind of reach for his wrist. Okay. I think that Alex is going to notice what is happening at this point <laughs> and is going to move his arm behind his back and put his hand up to the envoy and be like my bad i'm sorry how just serious is spinning. the compulsion um you kneel you do kneel before the deck uh but he when he retracts the wrist you you understand that he is not asking you to do that and so... i'm gonna point at the deck and you're gonna realize that this is a twenty five thousand dollar deck but you are still kneeling before it, and you get the sensation that unless something happens, you are compelled to stay kneeling. Alex, come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's I'm let sorry. Madison have a talk. Me and you need to. Ooh, have a you're talk. not sorry yet. I'm sorry enough that I don't want you to destroy my deck. Kill me if you have to, Alex. but don't destroy my deck. Okay, so let's have an object lesson here. One, can I get the fuck up? Please, get the fuck up. Uh, I'd like to, you know, kind of go and get get a hand on Alex's shoulder. Like, come on, man. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should never have done that to you, and I do apologize. But I thought you were coming from my deck. Come for oh, me. Oh, I was. Don't come for my equipment, mate. Come Alex. for me. Alex, we get it. Go with Willow and take five. I'm going to go. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with Willow. Okay. I, a different part of where and I do like I legitimately apologize to the guy like, I am sure. so sorry for doing that to you but just kill me don't hurt my equipment like I take him to a butler's pantry I, don't, I take him somewhere you, you take just like Holy you uh, yeah you take him out uh leaving Madison and Nikki alone in the room yep they're all together now <laughs> Madison's like, thank you. This damage control is tough. Just don't break my shit, Willow, you know? No, I understand. Break me. Don't break my equipment. You're having one of those nights. I'm going to let this slide because you're having like a night. I'm always having a night, Willow. I, I get that. We should let them talk. I'm so yeah. sorry. Just let them talk. So, yeah. So you guys are off on your own in another part of the room. And like I said, it's just Madison and Nikki in the back room. Did Nikki already stand up? Yeah, he said yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not I'm... happy camper has a look, and it's this. <laughs> the tight-lipped smile. <laughs> like I said, he's had a very difficult evening. That doesn't excuse his Oh, oh okay. Okay, he's had a difficult evening. I'm sure yours has been much less pleasant than what I, I would have liked it to be. And I would like to extend my apologies as well that the circumstances in which we have finally met face-to-face must be so unpleasant. Your gang member 
coterie, whatever you're calling yourselves, sits there. And I call him out on his bullshit, which is the fact he was here during all that. And he didn't lift a fucking finger. Okay. And he sits there. He doesn't just disrespect me. I can deal with a lot of disrespect, my friend. A lot of disrespect. But disrespecting my friends and my dead friends. Inexcusable. Yet you're asking me to excuse it. I had a bad night. I will see to it that a formal apology is arranged. And I don't want to. Do I look like a formal apology kind of guy? I don't know exactly what type of guy you are yet. So I'm the guy who actions like. speak a lot fucking louder than words. What is it you would like? What action for me as the leader of this coterie? See, that's the thing, though. He's the one who did it. And you're supposed to work together. So are they going to, if we have some sort of alliance, are they going to do whatever the fuck they want and then you have to go fix it all the time? Or... I assure you that he will not behave himself in this manner ever again because you're in charge because i'm in charge wow great anarchs the movement has its own hierarchy no matter how much it might try to deny it we have a baron we have gangs we have terrain we have turf whatever there's always a totem pole yeah there is ain't there speaking as one who's at you know at least a middle level of it you are we understand there is a significant difference in veterancy and seniority we're not here to make demands of you that would be foolish and rude but and i am more sure of this than i was before i met you i know going back to our previous conversation that you can see the truth in that one fundamental observation, which is that if we do nothing, the movement will crumble. If we don't take this momentum and we don't fight for what we have fought for, it will all have been for naught. And what I want to know is that you, as someone who understands what it is to bleed for this movement, when the time comes for us to look within ourselves and to excise that which is unworthy of standing upon the ground that was bled for in this city that you will stand there with me that's what i want to know and even if you can't answer me one way or the other right now i've seen enough of you who you are to know the answer i'm not going to get not going to fight for you if you start shit of course not lonesome because people like you who talk like that, they have a tendency to do that. I'm not saying that's you. They tend to get in their head to go on some damn fool fucking crusade. And they expect just because they wave the flag of freedom that everyone's going to die a fucking hero's death. That's a very fair thing to expect of a Ventrue. Just remember, the point of war is not to die for your country. It's to make the other bastard die for his. I'm not hoping for a civil war. That's 
not anything I want to stir up. I don't think there needs to be a fight. There doesn't need to be anarchs killing anarchs in the streets. That's not the way we Even do if things. you start shit with the Camarilla, if it's not on the right terms, man, I've seen how that goes. That's a long-term plan. For every L.A., for every fucking L.A., there's a San Diego. Absolutely. I came from Chicago. I understand that. I get oh, it. Okay, so you understand getting stomped because you get too far. And you, you climb too fucking high without a plan. I understand the preliminary phases of that exact same mistake, yeah. All right. What I'm saying is this. You are of a certain caliber. You are someone who has fought for this Mm -hmm. place. There are others who want power, who covet power, who would not do the same when pressed. Yeah, well, what can I say? I'm just an angry old bruja. I find myself strangely um, getting along with angry and or old and or bruja anarchs. I'll probably come in here mm-hmm. and like once they find a good place to stop. Sure. Uh, I, I I come back in. All right. Well, he's in an Uber and he's going home. Thank God. Oh my God. Sorry, I went off on your bro. Hey, he's having a Malkavian night. If you understand that, I you. <laughs> I said the same thing to him while you're out of the room. You know, you know, you you try, you, you try not to pe- put put people in a pigeonhole. You try, but sometimes they put on a <laughs> pigeon hat <laughs> and go coo. <laughs> oh exactly. All right. Well, that's that. so. Willow, do you want to tell him about your um, project? Oh, dear. Oh. oh. Well, yeah. No, I'm making the attempt to take over surveillance in at least anywhere in Atlanta that I can get my hands on. That can reach my fingers. The ability to control audio and video surveillance is incredibly useful. Right now, that's what I'm trying to do. You see, whenever people get involved in that electronic shit, I just see fucking, like, crosses and laser sights, man. So the Um, reason this is relevant to both of us is, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but our beloved Baron has been conducting surveillance operations directly into the havens of at least our group. Really? Have you told him that? He knows we know. Hmm. How does he know you know? Did you flip in the bird on the camera? We we, we worked we out who was administrating it. Willow can explain in more detail. We found the Nosferatu who was doing surveillance on it and had a strong word with him. Mm-hmm. And then everything was removed. And you, you know that's the Baron that was ordered it. Oh, yes, because he squealed. Uh-huh. You know Cleveland. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Cleveland oh. is a member of the Baron's Coterie. Oh, God. So. Yeah, then the Baron definitely knows. Not terribly pleased with that. 
obviously we're not going to go shoot the place up, but I figured you might want to know. Listen, okay, I'm just going to put this out there, all right? The Baron's not a bad guy, but you're nobodies. And you're causing waves. Mm-hmm. So somebody shows up, claims turf, causes waves, starts shit. You know what cat's paw is? Yes, of course. Yeah. So, you know, if you were... I get what you're getting at. Yeah, if you were a bunch of, you know, camis and anarch clothing looking to give them the excuse they need to fuck shit up and go complain into whoever they complain to to get the fucking cavalry to show up. You guys would be right for it. So I don't blame them for maybe not just walking up and asking and say, are you really Anarchs? Does every upcoming Coterie get this sort of talk from you, or is it just us because of I'm gonna I'm gonna flatter you a little bit and say when it comes to shit stirring, you guys are cut above the rest. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it sincerely. Yeah, especially especially the gang girl. Oh, I wish I could have met her. Uh, where is she? Again, we'll be neighbors for a while now. Probably off starting shit if I know her. So speaking of shit, she started. We've gotten past the handshake. Apologies about all that shit. Oh, it's, it happens. I'm sure he'll... He said he was sorry while I was putting him into the Uber, so... Never mind, I lost my cool. It's just one of those... Once nights. again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I said. Not my fault is my responsibility, right? It's a good attitude. Yeah. Um... Is it his fault I pissed off? I got pissed off? Sure. Is it my responsibility? I lost control? Still true. We've gotten past the handshake. Like I said, I don't know you guys from Adam, really. I've heard a few things. Not bad things. I'm dying to know. I am. I really want to know the juicy gossip <laughs> about myself. <laughs> You know, it doesn't get into specifics, just, you know, like, Cadence, of course, she's made a name for herself. <laughs> um, but it's mainly that you guys got big plans. You're holding this big party. You got some thin bloods you decided to turn into your little, you know, gumbies. Right? Smart move. It's what they're good for. Beyond the pragmatic element, they also needed somewhere to be. noble but that's not what i hear i hear that you know there's a you know new anarch gang moving in taking turf acquiring resources cut a couple of you know daytime stormtroopers uh, uh to you know taking turf have we started taking turf yet madison well we have what we <laughs> were assigned yeah, that we've I mean, chosen to retain like we haven't started doing that yet yet mm. 
Oh, you got expansion on the mind? Naturally, in the long term. Don't get greedy. It's a big city. It is. And there's more than enough to go around. No reason for any one person or coterie to try to take more than they need. Yeah. And don't try to take more than you can protect. We've made that mistake before. Yes. Um, We've moved beyond, but so I want to talk to you about, you know, Trayvon? Yes. Yeah, I talked about him a bit. Cadis and Hancock got in a fight, right? Trayvon's taking a shine to Cadence. Trayvon decided that he was going to get a little bit of revenge on Hancock. Now, to his credit, to his credit, he tried to be clever. And he got you know, some mortal he knew to go and, you know, slash the sheriff's tires, you know. Yeah. um, That mortal went through a roof last night, stuffed into those tires. Yes, it was our roof. That's why that happened. Yes. Did you know that? That aligns with our understanding of the situation. That's not cool. No, <laughs> it's certainly not. What are you going to do about it? Immediately? Like this week? That's not or in the long term. What's your thinking? Because right now, Trayvon's not happy. Cadence ain't here. The reality of it is that just like you said, no matter how just or noble or justified, even in terms of pure angry vengeance, a particular desire might be, if it is done half-heartedly, that's suicide. But you also talked about lack of conviction and principles. Which is why our coterie has, in even before we'd come into conflict, begun putting pieces in place to engage with the Camarilla on that battlefield that they often think themselves to be the masters of. Control moral, moral influence. That's good for fighting the Camarilla, right? Fuck the Camis. I agree. What are you going to do about Hancock in particular? Because we need to see the message that there's cause and effect here. I agree. To the Camarilla, that they can look and say, Hancock fucked up by antagonizing people he shouldn't have. So how are you going to send that message, Blue Blood? Well, the first thing I'd like to do is figure out where he stays, where his haven is, where he lays his head down for the day. 
And then I happen to know a few people who are not so bothered by sunlight, who could perhaps leave a care package. That's one idea in the short term. Could figure out what he cares about, figure out what he's invested in. Mm-hmm. I'm liking where you're going with this. Those things can be exposed. Those things can be made to suffer unfortunate downturns. His finances, his influence over the world, people and close to him, he has. his herd, his childer. You go kill another vampire, that's a big wave, man. I know, but we don't have to kill them. But he killed one of the, he killed something of an anarchs. He did. He escalated. He escalated way far and he thinks he can get away with it. And I believe there's a famous line about putting one of mine in a hospital and six of theirs in a morgue. Yeah. But there's also making the point to the Camarilla, well, you have these big long-term plans that you get fucked back. I'm inclined to agree with that. Do you have something specific in mind? I'm looking for your creativity, man. I've told you what my problem is. My problem is is that my boy got somebody he he cared about killed for fucked up reason. That has to do with something that concerns both of us. You're looking for ways to prove yourself to me and, you know, put the spit in the handshake of this alliance. I mean, am I being unreasonable here? No, 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 no. You're. I was talking to her. Oh. She's been quiet. I know you'll talk forever, Venture. That's my job. Yeah, just like a Bruja will talk forever. It is his job. Yeah. Rooting out Hancock has been on my list of things to do. I'm new here, and so you can imagine my list is long. But. He started enough shit and has been the rude and disrespectful enough that I will find out where he sleeps. If you really want to hurt him, you'll figure out how to make him lose his position. That would be fun. I know more than a little about Mm. Camarilla politics. If you kill, of course you do. If you kill a sheriff... They become a hero. If you kill, uh, if you take away their position, you destroy their status. That makes people not want to fuck with you. Because death is an end. Disgrace in the Camarilla can literally go on forever. It certainly can. So you say you're not warriors. All right, fine. You're not warriors. Which means if we I'm have a not. Are you a warrior? Is that pointing to you? Um, it really depends on my mood. Mm. Cadences are hard hitter. Okay. So you have a hard hitter. All right. Mm-hmm. We're hard hitters. That's who I bring to the table. I bring muscle. And I know in your gears, 
up there, you're thinking to yourself, I've got influence. I've got a crazy, you know, semi-famous Malkavian who can fuck with people's heads. I got sneaky, sneaky shit. This, you know, I don't know what you do. You don't need to. I think we do. What do you do? I've told you already. Security. Oh, hacker. Oh, security, that kind of stuff. Sure. Okay. I'll take that. That's a good title. I'll accept it. We're all pretty multidisciplinary, to be honest. True. Which means you don't have you don't have hurting guns. You got cadence. You don't have her right now, and that kind of puts you in a disadvantage. It does. It does. You that know. being said, if there is a fight, I'm capable of making an accounting. I would simply not put myself on the same level as someone who is committed to that, if that makes right, sense. Right, right. And, and alliances are based on symbiotic relationships. Yes. So the reason you reached out to me, the reason you've been handshaking, the reason you've been exploring, the reason this meeting is happening, besides the fact that you have managed to pique my curiosity and or annoy me enough in order to get me to become interested in you, I'll let you speculate as to which that is, is that you're thinking to yourself, hey, bunch of bruja and gangrel fighting vets on my border probably should be friends. And if they are my friends, that means if shit gets real, I can show up. I can count on these guys. That's cool. That's the old deal, right? That's always been the deal, you know? Why do people like why does the why does the movement need the bruja? You're not wrong. Yeah. Why do we need Ventru? Why do we need Malkavians? Why do we We need all have our own roles to play? Exactly. And I'm looking at you guys, your Swiss Army knife over here. Right? And I'm saying to myself, you know what? I don't have a ton of tricks up my sleeve. But I bet these guys do that I'm looking at right here. That's what's up in my brain, right? We're on the same wavelength. The question is, how do we take these two sets of abilities, combine them into something that is greater than the sum of its whole, and show this son of a bitch that you don't fuck with the movement? And if I give them my answer, then it turns into a fucking brawl. And the best that I can hope for, the best I can hope for is to kill them, which doesn't send the message that we want to send. Right. But with my influence, Willow's connections, we can find the chink in the armor and we can open that opportunity and contribute to exploiting it, to make it quite clear, without having to endanger the prosperity and well-being of either of our groups. Army, CIA. See, that's it. You're not off base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Willow, what's up? No, I agree. CIA, it's very flattering and very true. That's hey, calling mind. us an army is overstating our level of discipline a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I've seen enough. Spent a long time in L.A., Oh, then you know how fucking chaotic and useless it gets. Good God. 
LA, of land of fucking broken dreams. Yeah. Great starting place. Kind of gives you a skewed, a skewed uh, opinion on everything. You know, if something's fucked up, when people decide that Therese is someone who should stay in charge. Never got to meet her. I don't hear good things, though. I never got to meet her either. Kind of happy about that. I'd She's five it. pounds of crazy in a two-pound bag. And that's it. A Malkavian said that to me. So I want you to think about that. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. Small blessings. Mm-hmm. That we are here and she's there. <laughs> the place has like four goddamn barons. It's yeah. not the size of Atlanta and it has four barons. Ugh. Anyways, moving on. Right. As much as bitching, bitching about Los Angeles is like the national sport of the Anarch Free State. Oh, it's yes. very fun. Yes. <laughs> we'll have to have a, another round of it sometime, but I think we have a mutual understanding of the situation of how to move forward. I'm not going to commit us to a specific plan of vengeance because I need time to consider the angles of attack, but we will find a way in the next two weeks or so to make sure he understands the mistake that he has made. To make sure the entire cam understands. Oh, they'll know. They'll know. Good. Listen, I'm gonna... I'm not telling you anything specific. I'm going to trust you. This is about building trust, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm impress me. <laughs> right now, I'm willing to say the cam or the hand decides to come in and try to roll you guys. You guys head my way. We'll fight them off. I'm not going to fight up here, but I'll make sure that you got someplace, you get you got a hidey hole, and we can fight them on our own turf if they come after you, and then we can plan something, right? If that happens. That's very much appreciated. You impress me? Then we'll talk about something a little bit more aggressive. If you can prove to me you're somebody, yeah, you can prove to me you're somebody that if you say we need to go kick some ass, you're not gonna fuck that up. Is that fair? I think that sounds more than fair. Ended up as kind of a wager after all, huh? It's more of a down payment sort of situation <laughs> you got a you got a bunch of bruja anarchs on the layaway kmart blue light special oh, oh shit i'm showing my age now ain't i <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> they even have they don't even have fucking kmarts no more oh, <laughs> yeah no <sighs> tell your boy you i'm sorry hmm? you can enjoy the party we've reached an arrangement no reason to continue keeping ourselves stuffed up here in the negotiation room, right? I guess not. But before I go, you know, tell your boy I'm sorry. Gets heated. But I do have questions. Where the fuck was he? I don't know the answer, but I can ask. 
sometimes better than asking is finding out. And sometimes you got to find out. Oh, there's another test. All right. Let's enjoy the party, especially now that the DJ is fucked off in an Uber. <laughs> oh, God. So out in the party, yeah, that, that did kind of put a pale to it. Uh, there's some amateur work going on on the turntables. Oh, God, uh, they're playing Skrillex out here. Uh, yeah. Uh, robots okay. fucking. Robots fucking. It's, it's oh. you know, there's not a lot of elegance to the mix here. Uh, but... Eh, people are enjoying themselves regardless. Uh, you know that it's reached a point in the night where uh, the people have been taking mortals from the area where the mortals are off into back rooms to uh, blow off some steam, as it were. Uh, so some of the faces aren't on the on the floor right now, uh, but. Um, You, your uh, your boys, Nikki. Uh, most of them are here in attendance. They've kind of taken uh, a stance of uh, working the crowd as sort of security uh, to make sure that shit doesn't get out of hand. Apparently, there was a tussle uh, between uh, one of the gang members uh, from another gang and a thin blood earlier, uh, and so your boys have kind of taken one more. Authoritative security type position, but things seem to be pretty pretty stable uh, as it is. Uh, and one of your boys kind of pulls you off to the side uh, when he sees you coming out of the room, uh, and he says, "We're real quiet to you that he saw there was a sabat here earlier." And nothing was done about it. Do I hear that? Yeah, he says it to you. Like, specifically to you. One of your boys is saying okay. this to you. Oh, one of my boys. Yeah. I wave... I wave you two over. Yes? Tell them, tell them just what you just told me. Uh... This isn't. Uh, this is a, one of one of the the more quieter, less assuming members of the the East Street Boys. He says, uh, "Yeah, we uh, we heard uh, someone clocked a sabat here earlier. She's not here now, but she was here earlier." Okay, can you tell me more? It's not his job to tell you more. It's your job to tell us more. It's your party. There's fucking hand here. Maybe we were in the back chatting. If there was a sighting, do you have a description? He's like, yeah, you know, four foot nothing. Uh, fucking cuts on her arms. She wasn't starting anything, but she was around. No, I know who you're talking about. Does this sound familiar to me, too? Um, no. You, okay. you, that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, no, it's no one you've tussled with, which is about your, your, the comprehensive knowledge of your, the local sabat for you. So it's not anything you've tussled with. Yeah, that's nothing to worry about. We'll follow up on it. 
a four foot nothing cuts on arm, probably crazy ass sabat, just walks into your party. Someone else to make an example of. Maybe. Like I said, we'll look into it. I have an I, I have a notion of the situation there. We'll follow up on it. It's that simple. Turn to Mike Dangers. Like, would you know her if you saw her again? He's Certainly like, so. Your your guy says, yeah, yeah, man. We we got a good description. Uh, uh, Rudy saw her. Rudy is the Nosferatu that no one ever sees in your gang. <laughs> You spot her in our turf, or, you know, if we're moving through their turf, stake it, bag it, deliver it to this fine gentleman lady over here. That sounds like a fucking party, man. Sounds fair to me. I mean, they violated your abode. It's your problem. Slash pleasure. guess it's just a better party than we intended Mm. oh yeah you're bringing in all sorts apparently right yeah next thing you know you'll have fucking like you know flesh monsters fucking coming in and dancing to fucking skrillex certainly knows that the only ones who could Uh, i'm gonna change this music i can't do this anymore okay so willow takes control of the of the the, the dj booth what does he have here what does he have i mean he has a very comprehensive uh mix uh of all sorts of stuff like stuff that he has samples of and no eagles (laughs) she was immediately going for the eagles i can just say he has a great remix of Mariah Carey's hit classic, All I Want for Christmas is You, but it's not the time of year. Uh, random. Shuffle. <laughs> oh, okay. <dear>. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I could go for the trouble of hitting random on my own thing, but I will I will say that Head Like a Hole starts playing by Nine Inch Nails. This seems worse, but it's okay. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. So the the evening uh the evening goes pretty pretty as uh as it is going. Uh partying is had, you know. Apparently it's uh, the situation is catered. So if you or your boys want to top off, it's available. Um and eventually I've eaten. Yeah. I've eaten. And eventually uh, it reaches that hour where everyone really needs to start look going to their havens. Uh, or you know they'll be caught in a in a little flambe situation. So that's where we're gonna go ahead and cut it off for the night. Uh, I'd like to absolutely 100% thank Matthew Webb here for uh, portraying Nikki C. Uh, perhaps we'll see him again sometime in the future. Uh, and Matthew, you have some stuff going on that I'm pretty sure you want to talk about. Oh, yeah. So I'm one of the partners at Jackalope Live Action Studios. We are a licensee that runs live action, big production events for White Wolf Entertainment, a.k.a. the creators of the wonderful Vampire the Masquerade universe. And we have we do other events as well. So this May next month, we're doing a big cyberpunk 2020 LARP inside a 10,000 foot warehouse space in San Antonio. And I love that smile. <laughs> and uh, tickets are on sale now. They're still they're still available. And we also have uh, the Night in Question, which is our Sabbat 
horror buckets of blood uh visceral horror experience that's this november on the 16th and tickets for both of those events are available you can find them at jackalope-larp.com and i hope to see all of you there and we will certainly have links to those i will be at cyberpunk virtually uh i'm not gonna be making the trip to san antonio but i did get one of the virtual tickets so that'll be fun oh yeah i forgot to mention we have virtual tickets you can participate online and we have a surveillance system at the site that you can tap into as being one of the ghosts in the machine oh i'm so looking forward to that (laughs) yeah um and i will also be at the night in question come november uh so if you want to meet me or uh, i don't know i don't know if anybody else has planned but i'll be there uh so yeah uh, yeah, you were there last time. I recognize you. Yes. Sorry, I didn't recognize you right away. There were 150 people there. Uh, probably going to be. <laughs> me and Mo kept to ourselves quite a lot during that game. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Mo, Dylan, do you have anything you guys want to plug before we head out? Um, I have recently just started recording the second season of, uh, my duets with dice changeling game and so within the next month i should have some uh videos up with beautiful beautiful art that's awesome i'm looking forward to i I really like the fear and loathing uh sabat one that you did and i'm looking forward to hearing more uh but anyway (laughs) thank you everyone out there in uh in twitch land and youtube land to come uh, thank you once again, Matthew, for coming playing with us. It's been great. Uh, next time we should have the full crew together uh, with Cadence and Alex. I think Alex had to had to tend to tend to some business. Uh, but thank you, everyone, and see you in the night. Fuck Nazis. Indeed, indeed, fuck Nazis. <laughs>